Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. What is going on, everybody? Zach Rosenblatt here with Mike K for the latest episode of the No Huddle Show, the preview edition for the Luke Falk Memorial game on Sunday. <laughs> uh, Sam Darnold won't be playing. So we'll be getting uh, Mike K's favorite quarterback in the NFL. I think you've called him the second coming of Tom Brady, I believe, right? Because the six-round pick. <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe the diet's similar, but I, I can't think of anything <laughs> a else. A very poor man is yeah. Tom Brady, like yeah. very poor. Uh, so we're going to get a lot of Luke Falk on Sunday. I think we both were pretty confident the Eagles are going to win this game by a decent margin, whether it was Darnold or not, but... <laughs> Like when when you heard this, like what was your, like your what was the first thought that came to your mind? I know you you often talk about how he's the worst quarterback you've ever scouted. So he's the worst quarterback of the last two years, probably for sure. Uh, like, like to come into the draft, you're saying, yeah, yeah, or, just, or you're saying in the NFL in general, like he's bad. Like Stephen <laughs> Morris was bad. Uh, there there are other quarterbacks that are worse <laughs> than him as prospects, but Luke Falk's a guy who holds onto the ball a lot. Um, he's a guy that's not very accurate. Uh, they, he didn't, I watched the Patriots game from last week. He didn't really make a lot of proper reads with uh blitz pickup. Um, say something nice about him, Mike. He can throw to the flat. Like that's, I mean, like <laughs> I thought you were going to go non-football. So that, that was actually pretty I nice mean, of you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Andre Dillard apparently told another writer that he's a really good leader. I, I look, <laughs> that's the Clayton Thorson, uh, compliment. Do yourself a favor. Here, here's a fun exercise. So now that Gardner Minshew is, is out there now, Watch last year's Washington State offense with Gardner Minshew two games, cut find cut ups. Then watch two games from the year before with Luke Falk uh, in that same offense. That's a fun time. Every time, <laughs> every a fun time, and and bring out the stopwatch. Every time that Luke Falk holds the ball more than four seconds, drink. That'll be a good time. So it's basically like Cody Kessler in that preseason game this year where he just like was choosing to die instead of throw the ball. <laughs> yeah, and Cody Kessler was an astronomically better prospect too. So yeah. that tells you a lot, I guess. Was Kessler was drafted, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a third-round pick. He was a third-round pick? Yeah, the wow. Cleveland Browns. That's wild. Uh, so I, I, so Mike Tannier from uh, Bleacher Report uh, tweeted like, who is the worst quarterback to beat the Eagles? So I decided to just like go back to the last 15 years. Get, did, did, you look, did you read the article or no? I don't read no, anything no, that you write. I'm it's good if you didn't because I want you to try and guess a couple of these names like uh, that I that I gathered of the worst guys. One of them is like an obvious one. Oh, all, Joe Webb. Yeah, he's the obvious one that all Eagles fans do. There's one in here that I did not know beat him. Um, I'm pretty good. I'll, 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 give, you t- I'll give you a team. Give me the year. Give me the year. You want year. Well, there's two in 2011. Yeah. Uh, yeah, two in 2011, one in 2010. One in 
that's a little far back for me. So, so I'll, so I'll, I'll go in, in reverse order. So the Cowboys had a quarterback. He was a third stringer, and he played because Tony Romo and John Kitna were injured in Week 17. Oh, that was... It was the um, only start of his entire career. <laughs> and he was out of the league, I think, after that season. Oh, I know exactly who that is, yeah. too. It's he didn't even have a good game, but... Stephen McGee. Yeah, Stephen McGee from <laughs> Texas A&M. The Cardinals one, you should know. He was like a tall guy. Oh, yeah, J- uh, Skelton. Yeah, Skelton. Um, this one, I, I maybe he's not like the same level of bad as the other guys, but I thought he was bad. I had Tavares Jackson when he started for the Seahawks. Cause he had a, he was pretty bad in his career. Yeah, he was like bad. he was. I know he was like a second. He started player. that game. He started in 2011 for the Seahawks. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure if someone was. No, he was the starting quarterback that whole season. Actually, that was the last year he was a starter. Then he was a backup for a few years. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. you're right. You're right. I didn't remember this at all. I looked it up, and then so Jamarcus Russell was the one that I just did not remember that happening in 2009. I think that was the last year he was in the NFL. Probably <laughs> for Walrus and Bruce Gretkowski in 2006 was the other one I put down. Yes, I remember actually that game vividly. That's his the, rookie year too. That's the Matt Bryant field goal, right? I believe, yeah, two thousand six. Yeah. So funny story about that. Um, I was working in sports retail at the time, and we were in our discount shop. So we had like a, a sales shop, and you know, like those um, sensors that they put on clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a pin in those, and we used to pull pranks on each other all the time. The only reason why I really remember that game is we had like a hurricane TV. It was like this big TV that was black and white and the game was on and he hit the field goal and I sat down and there were three tacks on my thing <laughs> and I had to pull the tacks out of my wow, you know, rear end. Story. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's a classic Mike story actually. It really is. Um, That's, so you're never going to forget that Bruce Crackhouse here's, here's, here's the spin. I was the one that put him there. Wow. So you pranked yourself? Yes. Yes. <laughs> You know, that's pretty classic. Yeah, that is that is me. So, so like when when you thought maybe Sam Darnold was going to play, like what was your guess for how much the Eagles would have won by? And now that you know that, I know we're going to get into predictions later, but like what's like the range of like how how far did it vacillate? I should say. Well, when we published, we we thought that Darnold was going to play. Our, or when we published our picks, we they were thought, acting like he was going to. Yeah, play. I had it as thirty seventeen. I just you know. The Eagles are 14-point favorites, or were at least, coming in into the week. And I was like, huh, maybe they won't cover. I, I don't know. Um, this game, look, the Eagles have some injuries. I do like the Jets' defense a lot, matching up against this Eagles' offense, for what it's worth. But I just don't, like, if the Eagles can get up by 13 points at any point in this game, there's no way they the lose. The Jets aren't a team that's built to come back. Right. Well, they're not a team that's built to do anything yeah, other I, than play defense. Very true. Yeah. Yes. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they do. I mean, they do have some in, intriguing young guys there, at least. Yeah, I mean, on offense. They are they, banged up, though. Yeah, on offense, Jamison Crowder's actually played yeah. okay. He's a good slot receiver. Um, Robbie Anderson's deep threat. Robbie Anderson's good. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is still Le'Veon Bell. Malcolm Jenkins said he's probably the best running back in the NFL still is his... He's definitely yeah, he's up there. He's definitely like the best combination of patience and skill. Yeah, that's the thing. I got joked to somebody. He's gonna have to have a lot of patience on the Jets. So. Yeah, um, <laughs> but their defense is legitimate. Uh, Jamal Adams, Quinn uh, Williams, Marcus May. Marcus like, May is Marcus a really May, Leonard good player. Williams. Yeah, I mean they have C.J. Mosley. He's not gonna play. It sounds like. Though. Yeah, that's he's good. But he's, we'll yeah. talk about that yeah, a little yeah, bit later because yeah. I got some some funky stuff for you. <laughs> some funky stuff. So we're not gonna like do a traditional preview. To, 
just because like the Jets are so bad. We're not. Oh my like, God! They're so, the Eagles are so losing this game. Yeah, this I know. is like I, I, this that's is. That's why I said. So later we have a segment that I'm calling something stupid, where you and I agree to do something stupid if the Jets win. Everyone knows what what. Zach's gonna have to do if they lose. Well, watching Tombstone, that is stupid. That's no, great. it's not just Tombstone. It's it's well, gonna be great. Cowboy hat, better probably. All right, but all right, so first we'll get some new stuff, then we'll go through some categories. So we already went through the Sam Darnold, uh, Cindy Jones. There's a much better chance that he plays now than when the week started. We went in not knowing. You kind of assume the worst of Cindy Jones at this point. Um, he didn't talk to the media this week. Doug basically said he was playing I know, this morning. And, he, and he, it sounds like he's going to be questionable in like a game-time type decision, unless they're just trying to throw the Jets off their scent or something. I don't know. Well, so but basically... He practiced they, on a limited basis all week. Basically, if they call a guy up, like yeah, Ryan Lewis... Maybe or, that's why they're trying... They're making sure that he doesn't like re-aggravate or something. Uh, I don't know. Silly. But... I mean, I, I don't think it really matters, to be honest, whether he plays this week. They, I think they'll be okay either way. Um, another report was funny. It's funny how quickly things change in a year. Do you remember who the two cornerbacks were that started against the – I don't know if you heard this this conversation in the press conference room or not. But who were the two cornerbacks were who started against the Giants last year? I know Bosby was one of yeah, them. Yeah, he was one. And then Rasul? No, Shandon Sullivan. Oh. Rasul was, like, banged up. He played, like, two snaps that day. Oh. But it's just funny. Like, so you'd rather have – Razul and Orlando Skandrick than those two guys. Probably. <laughs> um, so Sidney Jones probably – so Craven LeBlanc was out on the practice field today running in in the far field. So that's that's progress. We haven't seen yes. him out there yet. But uh, it's important to note with that, he wasn't practicing. He wasn't, no, no, like, often, warming up. Yeah, it was, like, with a trainer. Yeah, because – Guys are allowed to do that. Right. Well, starting week six, he can actually he can practice. practice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, and then he has, to, he has to be activated within two weeks after right, that if he does correct. that. So he seems like he's on the right track at least. I think I, – I feel like they're pretty confident that Jalen Mills is on the right track finally. So what you're going to see – it's going to be – we'll probably talk about this in the coming weeks. It's going to be in very – and we've talked about this before. It's going to be very interesting to see how they handle cornerback once everybody is back. Um, so that, that that's like a topic for another day. But I, I'm very interested to see how that plays out. Well, I mean, and, and think about it too, right? This is this is a group that like reinforcements are coming. I, I did a radio spot earlier in the day. Reinforcements are coming, so you have to weigh: Do you want to trade premium assets for a top cornerback? But then, what do you do with these other guys? You know what I mean? So it's like that's why I, I kind of I think it pays more to bring in a wide receiver with speed or a, a pass rusher than it does a corner maybe from their mindset not my mindset i think corner is the most important need for them but from their mindset i think they see oh the platoon's coming back for the second half of the season let's take it easy i think that's also why you didn't see them trade like three first round picks for Jalen Ramsey. yeah yeah and why they probably won't um all right so we can we can get into a little previewing now uh, this first segment i said who on the Jets should we care about is what I'm calling. <laughs> so okay. who, who on the Jets should you have an eye on? Who is interesting to you? Who could give the Eagles trouble? Like that, the long, obviously Le'Veon Bell is number one. We don't need to dwell too much on him. He's he's a tough guy to stop, but the Eagles have one of the best rush defenses in the NFL. So I would say 1B is Robbie Anderson, and here's why. So Rasul Douglas has struggled against speed, uh, and Robbie Anderson's a quick dude. Uh, we also don't really know what Craig James is. Top PFF cornerback. <laughs> um, Skandrick also struggles against speed. Now, I'm not sure that Falk can get him the ball downfield, <laughs> but... But, if I mean, he's a guy that can run after the game. Yeah, I'm a little weary of that. Um, I would say the other guy that you really, really need to pay attention to is Jamal Adams. Yeah, he can make a lot, of play, say, yeah. a lot of plays on the ball. I actually don't think this is a big tight end game, and 
the reason for that is I think their linebackers are relatively okay, even with C.J. Mosley out of the picture. Is there another guy hurt too, though? Jenkins, right? Yeah. Jordan Jenkins, yeah. Jordan Jenkins, yeah. Um, but I like what their safeties bring. Yeah. And I think that that will dramatically dictate, at least early on, how the tight ends are used. I mean, Zach Ertz is going to get open. Zach Ertz gets yeah. open against everybody, but I don't think this is a big Dallas Goddard game. Not that he's had a lot of big games. As yeah, a pass I mean, he'll catcher. be big in the, as a blocker, though. Right. Um, I, I, <laughs> there's not much after that. Right. There's not much. I mean, Tremaine Johnson oddly matches up relatively well against Alshon Jeffrey because he can play his game. Tremaine Johnson's a bigger corner. He is tackles. He, is he still starting? Then they benched him at least one game. Yeah, he's playing, but yeah. he tackles well. Yeah. You know. Um, and if he's not playing, Nate Harrison's got a pretty good reach. He's a decent corner. And it was Jamison Crowder, who you mentioned earlier, he's going to be going against Skandrick, I imagine. So. Yeah, and they've actually gone up against each other a lot. Yeah. because Skandrick, yeah, Cowboys and Redskins. Yeah, yeah, and Skandrick was also in camp with the Redskins last year, practiced against him. Um, I think I think a guy that, that is interesting to me is um, the tight end, Ryan Griffin. They seem to be getting him like in a lot of short routes, and you know that's going to be an assignment for uh, Rodney McLeod. He's got to tackle well. Um, and it, look, this Jets team isn't very talented on offense, but there's things they do that other teams don't. They ran the Wildcat like I feel like five times in that Patriots game, and while they weren't successful at all. The, the Wildcat, if you can get one big play out of it, it can be a big momentum boost. I do think that this, if you can't get pressure on this offensive line, then, then that's a problem. Like, I've been waiting for this game to really kind of hammer the, the defensive this line. This is when we find right. out if they're actually a problem or not. Because that offensive line is right. maybe the worst in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, this is a, like, Kelvin Beecham's terrible. Uh, Ryan Khalil's had a horrible year. Semele might not play. And he's their best offensive yeah. lineman. And he hasn't even played all that well. Yeah. Um, you know, It's hard to play when the four other offensive linemen are playing poorly. Yeah, that's too. fair. Yeah. Um, but this should be a really good game for Derek Barnett. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Graham. I, Brandon Graham. Uh, Fletcher Cox can probably get back to where he was in this game. Uh, again, I think the linebackers and safeties are going to be pretty busy. Uh, Griffin and and Bell are used a lot in the passing game, as they should be. Um, the Eagles kind of, excuse me, lucked out with uh, Chris Herndon still being suspended because he would have been probably their number one target. But Robbie, you know, Robbie Anderson's a guy that, you know, he's coming, but, you know, he played in that, in the link when he went to Temple. Like, he's familiar with that stadium. He knows what it's like to play there. Not that that means a ton, but he's going to be a guy who's going to want to, like, represent in his time back. The Jets have never defeated the Eagles. Never defeated the Eagles. That's crazy. This is their 11th meeting. Um, so so if Luke Falk beat the Eagles, he would be both the best and worst quarterback to ever beat the Eagles. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Um, you know, like... Nick Foles gets credit for being the best, like the most accomplished quarterback in, in team is, history. Yeah. He's obviously not the best quarterback yeah, yeah, in yeah. team history, but like when you really, that's, it's yeah, an accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now I wanted to do uh, what we want to see. So we, we're going to go through like a bunch of the Eagles positions, just say what we want to see from some of these guys in this game. Okay. Uh, based on what, the past, what we want to see like going forward. Uh, st- I mean, quarterback. I think Carson just play like he did last week is is all I need to see from him. He, I mean, it'd be not, it'd be cool if he had one of those blowout games where four hundred yards and three touchdowns. But I don't know if that offense is going to run that way this year. Yeah. Right, so we're saying for the rest of the year, or this just this game? game, but you oh, can, you okay. can tie it into the rest of the year if you want. Uh, well, I, I want to see Josh McCown. 
Yeah, I was going to say that too. A, a positive game for this team is Josh McCown playing in the fourth for quarter. For us and them. Yeah, but, but like, for, yeah, it would be great to file a story in the third quarter. Um, I was talking to our Jets writer, and he's like, I get to file it at halftime, basically. Yeah, oh, poor guy. Um, uh, but what I would say is that if this game's close, that's a problem. This is a game that they should railroad this team. And I think the Jets do offer some problems. You talk about the injuries. You talk about all that stuff. This the Eagles team has yet to dominate another team, and good teams dominate bad teams. You saw what happened with the Patriots. Um, you know, even the Browns dominated this Jets team. So you you want to see a three score game here and leading into the fourth quarter. And if you don't, that's a little bit of a concern for me from the quarterback position. At running back, I want to see Darren Sproles get that freaking record already. <laughs> I don't. I want him to hold out as long as he possibly can. <laughs> like it. I mean, there's if it's a blowout, he's a guy that you probably don't play just because yeah. you don't want him to hurt his hamstrings or whatever. Yeah. But it'd be nice just like for him to because he he was such a small amount of yards and the way he played, Manny played the first week, it was like seemed obvious that it would happen by now. But now I'm like, will it happen before the end of the season? <laughs> will they? Won't they? Because I mean, Sproles I mean, odds time. are both Howard and Sanders don't play 16 games. Like that's just rare for right. running backs. But they they're gonna get a lot of touches, and I think they're gonna run the ball a decent amount in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This uh, the Jets really struggle tackling in against the Patriots. I would try to get the running backs involved in the passing game, just yeah. because I don't think just Jeff- keep getting them reps for that in general. Right. I don't think Jeffrey's going to get open as as often as he is, and jump balls are gonna be a little dangerous if Tremaine Johnson's in there. And um, I think this could actually be a decent game for Mac Collins on the opposite yeah. side. Uh, Daryl Roberts is not good. He's their other starting cornerback. Even if Harrison's in there, Harrison's okay. But, like, you you have to find – like, everyone knows you're going to target Ertz and Jeffrey with Deshaun out there. Who's going to be the third guy? Last week it was Goddard. Um, the week before that it was Hollins. You need that third guy to step up. And I'll tell you this. Brian uh, Poole, their nickel corner, is really, really, really good. Uh, I think he's actually probably one of the top three nickels in the league this year. I don't know if Nelson Aguilar is going to have a great game. So uh, you've got to find that third guy. And if it is a blowout and R.C. Whiteside gets some playing time, like he's got to make catches and show that he he's moved on from those struggles from a few weeks ago. Um, pretty much talked about tight end already. O- offensive line, just keep on like there's just keep on dominating the way they have. That's what you, you want. You don't want to see Carson getting hit because they have some big dudes who will, who will hurt him. Bad radio, but nothing to add to yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much do your job. Yeah. I mean, yeah. defensive line, we've pretty much talked about this. Just get sacks. Get more than one sack. Get out of the – they're the worst team in sacks in the NFL right now. Get out of that, that dweller. They'll have four in this game. Four? I mean, I, <laughs> more than they have all year. Shaq Barrett has three times as many sacks as they do. <laughs> He's having one of the most unre- – nine sacks in four games is unreal. Yeah, and he it's listened- like, I, some, I think I was listening to the NF, Ringer's NFL show with uh, Kevin Clark. They're saying, like, his sacks, like, they're not, like, cheap sacks. He's, like, forced fumbles on a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. He's turned it over to fourth down. And I'm like, it's not – that, that's the whole thing Jim Schwartz is always talking about. I like, just because it's a sack doesn't mean it's a good situation necessarily. Right. Like, they can still – if it's a second down sack, they can still come right back and get a first down on third down, you know? Sure. Yeah. So, some sacks would be nice. And linebacker, um, Nigel Bradham, if you can just keep playing like he did last week for the most part, I think that, that would be big. And Camus Grugier, I'm curious to see how much he plays in this game. Yeah, I think this will be a big Zach Brown game, too. Yeah, Zach Brown. He should get a, they'll probably give the ball to Le'Veon a lot, you'd think, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going to have to be really, 
really sound in their tackling. That's been an issue for the Eagles' defense, especially their linebackers. And he's a guy that if you miss a tackle or two, whew, good luck. At corner, I'm mostly curious to see if Craig James can keep this ridiculous efficiency right up at cornerback. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't bet on it. If, but If Cindy Jones plays, maybe he only plays like four snaps again and he can keep it up. See, I'm wondering if, like, see, one of the positives of all these injuries is you're developing young corners that don't cost anything. So if Craig James can play well and turn into a Malcolm Butler-style player, you know, I mean... You know, everything's what, what, what coming if, up. If Craig James is good, then all of a sudden they have like seven corners and <laughs> they're going to have to figure out what to do with them. Well, next year. It's a good have, problem to have. But. Yeah, next year Darby and Mills are free agents, so whatever. <laughs> you know? um, and I'm curious to see how, if Duke Riley plays on defense at all, by the way. He probably, will not. He probably won't, but I'm just curious to see how they use him. Uh, and then safety. Um, don't play Anderson Dejo. That's what I want to say. <laughs> He's going to play a lot in this game. I, I know he is, but maybe don't play. Well, <laughs> I think this game actually plays to his strengths because of Bell. Um, if they're not passing a lot early on... He's good in the box, and you can afford to move Malcolm around um, as kind of like the floating safety linebacker, corner, whatever you want to call him. I think they put Zendejo in the box. They need to like stop putting him deep. That's the issue. Yeah, yeah. Then he gets, uh, a, then he well, gets that, a full head of steam when he's uh, charging at his home teammates. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's rough. This made, actually made me think, uh, something I didn't mention, compensatory related, because he's always his middle name is compensatory when he's on this team. But So the Jordan Matthews re-signed with the 49ers who had cut him earlier. So he's back on the compensatory clock. If he's on the team for 10 weeks, he counts against the formula, and then the Eagles gain another fifth-round pick for losing Golden Tate. So they would have 10 draft picks next year, and that's a pretty good situation to be in. So I know that there's someone leading the Jordan Matthews fan club out there who's uh, really happy for him right now. Um, but, yeah, so compensatory picks. Love them. Love to see them. Uh don't, not, don't really see much about. I mean, Jake Elliott. He hasn't really even attempted. Didn't even attempt a field goal last week. He didn't. He but he has made every single one of his attempts this season and every yeah. one, single one of his extra points. Uh, Cam Johnston, who's weirdly rated in Pro Football Focus, which I think is blasphemy. Uh, he's actually done a really good job of flipping the field. Uh, I think the coverage units played well. So overall, all good things. All right. So that that's all from what we want to see. Now something stupid. <laughs> what, is, what is something stupid you will do if the Jets win? Huh. I don't know. Uh, hmm. What don't I like? Like, I mean, uh, uh, you know. You don't like, how about you have to, I feel like it has to be something where you just admit publicly that I'm smarter than you or something. I mean, <laughs> okay, cool. We'll do that. I mean, you try to let everybody like know your, on like every your podcast. picture has to be a picture of me with two thumbs up or something. That'll be my header. That's yeah. fine. Right. That works. Right, we'll I'll do, do that. that. And I'll do that. I have to dress up as a cowboy and watch Tombstone. But, like, not just a regular cowboy. Like, Woody from Toy Story. We're going to get you a Woody from Toy Story costume. Uh, right. Luke Falk. Be Luke Falk. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. So, and there will be pictures. There will be pictures. But oh, you have to be there, too? No. <laughs> we'll have, like, your brother or your dog take the picture. But yeah, I don't right. want to be there. <laughs> I don't want to be there. I've already watched Tombstone twice this month. <laughs> It is on cable a lot, I noticed. Yeah. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know you, The ratings. You mentioned your what your prediction was, but what, what's your final game prediction for this week? 646 to 4. Wow. Their offense is figuring it out. Yeah, they're going to get to... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, look, like I said, this is an... I, I, 
32-9. Yeah, they'll, they'll beat them 30. The Eagles will have 30 points. I understand how that sounds. The Jets will have nine. All right, got it. I had Eagles 44, Jets 20, and I just have 20 because I see them going up so much that it's like a garbage time points towards the end. So I th- here's what I think will happen. I think the Eagles will get up like uh, 24 to 3 by the fourth quarter, and then the Jets will have a touchdown drive after the Eagles pull their starters, and they'll still miss a field goal. And then the Eagles will have two love, more field goals. I love the specific predictions. That's always great. You know, I like to give you guys a narrative. It's, uh, <laughs> unlike the Todd Phillips of uh, Phillips. our podcast, which actually <laughs> probably rings true in a lot of ways. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll, I'll read a few comments from YouTube before we go, and then we'll uh, call it a day. Uh, so Don Vaughn, I think we both thought that he was making a good point here. He said, because of the rules protecting quarterbacks, sacking is not effective if you can't injure the QB. Pressures are better. That's not what I, that's not what I meant. Uh, that, I'm pressure. You okay there, Zach? I can't injure the QB. I, I thought I was reading something else, so I just confused myself. <laughs> hey, you're like Doug Peterson when I ask him a question. Well, he does think pressures are better, so he agrees with uh, Philip Daniels, I guess. Uh, the God Box says, with an emoji there, I can't really tell which emoji that is, Imagine this, Jalen. Imagine this, Jalen Ramsey, Jalen, Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Mills. That would be confusing if they had both of them. Uh, Razul Douglas, Sidney Jones, Monte Maddox, Trayvon LeBlanc. Instantly, our secondary will be great, guaranteed upgrade. I don't think they would keep all those guys. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, it would be an upgrade. Um, a junior fifty-two. Do you know if Howie is targeting cornerback William Jackson from the Bengals? Do you know? No, I have not heard anything of the of the like. But I will tell you, if he was, that's a very smart play. The Bengals, Bengals are 0-4 and are cheap. And he's going to be a good player for a while, so you're going to have to pay him. So maybe. And Sean Brooks says, uh, Schwartz showed he can put together a good defense with average DBs. But until the DTs, namely Cox, play better, the Eagles deal will struggle, especially between the 20s. That's accurate. Yeah. That's a really accurate assessment. I think... I think a lot's overblown when the corners are struggling. The corners are struggling, but I think Schwartz is aware of the like the downfall of his cornerback group, and that's the reason why they play so far off to give them cushion and not get embarrassed. Yeah. Although that happens a little bit more than they probably expect. Uh, but you need to get pass rush. I mean, like that's that's the name of the game in the NFL. That's the most important thing, especially interior pass rush nowadays, because you gotta force guys out of the pocket, yeah. especially pocket passers. Ridgeway and Spence haven't really done enough yet. Right. What's hard to, I mean, they weren't expected to be right. number two, number three. Um, all right, we'll end on that note. Uh, we'll, we'll hit you guys back on Sunday night after the Eagles-Jets game, a little earlier than the last podcast we did. <laughs> so maybe we'll be a little more, I mean, you got to feel better. So you get some sleep this weekend, Mike. We need you at your best on Sunday. Peaky Blinders is back on Netflix. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> so you're, oh, you mean you're just going to be watching Netflix instead of sleeping? Got it. Yeah. A little binge. All right, uh, we'll end on that note. Uh, leave us some comments after the game, or today. For Leave us your predictions, and we'll, if any of them are right, we'll read them. And uh, thanks for listening.